Hey, welcome to this episode of the Entrepreneur CFO Show. We call it the ECFO Show, the podcast where we have candid conversations around the topics that entrepreneurs need to discuss in order to win. Our goal is to close the wealth gap one business at a time. So, hey, thank you for joining us. Uh, my name is Perry Jeffries. I'm your Entrepreneur CFO, and we thank you for taking the time to jump in and, and listen to us today. So uh, before we get started, I want to share a very quick thought of the day. Um, and the thought of the day is this, and I, I know I, I once heard this um, many years ago, and I'm trying to remember what age it was, but I adopted myself to, to kind of uh, tie in today's talk. And if uh, this is what I have. So thought of the day is if a 10 year old cannot understand it, then it is not clear. So let me say that again. If a 10 year old cannot understand it, then it is not clear. And you may be wondering, like, Perry, what are you talking about? Well, uh, I'm going to share this experience that I had this past weekend with my basketball team and uh, be able to tie this all together here. But um, to kind of preface it and, and, and kind of level set it so you understand where we're going to go with this thing. A lot of times we overcomplicate things. Right. We may overcomplicate what we do when somebody asks what we do. We may overcomplicate, you know, our advice uh, to clients uh, as entrepreneurs. We may overcomplicate over uh, our advice, you know, when it comes to dealing with finances or excuse me, any business for that matter. So kind of think about that for a second, y'all, as you as you do a little introspect here and think about your business. If somebody asks you what you did, would a 10 year old be able to understand what you do? Think about that. If a 10 year old can't understand what you do, then it's not clear. Because guess what? As adults, we're just 10 year olds who, you know what I'm saying, got a couple more years uh, added to it. But ultimately, we're children. And, and not to disrespect anybody, but just to kind of think about it in those terms that if a child, if a 10 year old can't really understand what you're saying or get the point, then it's probably not clear. So think about that for a second when you're advising your clients or you're coaching your clients, if you're a business coach or coach of that matter. And, and that kind of ties into where the story is going to go. So uh, let me tell you the quick story. Uh, many may or may not know uh, I have twin daughters and my daughters are 11 years old and they absolutely love basketball. They've been playing basketball since they've been in the first grade. I've had the opportunity to coach them first grade, third grade, fourth and now fifth. And uh, this season has been a tough season for us, you know, in the midst of, you know, um, COVID and the pandemic and and the different protocols and not being able to practice and, and games being canceled and things of that nature. It's been a tough season uh, just for the team in general. Um, but I love my girls to death. We have um, uh, not just my daughters, but also to the girls on the team because we've been together now uh, for two years. And uh, we had uh, three games this past weekend and tough games. We played against some really good teams. And um, my girls know that I'm not concerned with what the score says. Now, I'm, a, I'm an athlete. And I have that natural competitive, you know, nature. But at this age, we want to teach the girls how to play. Right. And whether or not they uh, what, regardless of what the score is, we want to see them get better game after game. Right. That's what it's supposed to be about at this age. It's not about winning and losing. It's about are they having fun? Are they starting to love the game? Right. So um, in our last game, we probably had our worst showing in the two years that we've been together. 
you know, just things weren't clicking. We weren't hustling. We didn't have that tenacity that we normally have. And, you know, the girls were getting frustrated. You can see you know, uh, uh, out on the court, they're, you know, bickering at each other. Coaches, we're getting frustrated. It's like, what in the world is going on, right? And um, we had a timeout, and I asked the girls, I said, hey, you know, we're getting our butts kicked. I got a question for you. Do you just want to show up and play, or do you want to compete, right? And I kind of left it at that with the girls, and it's like, you know, we want to compete. Right. So I think they got it right. And, and kind of in that heated moment. Hey, do you just want to show up and play? We can just show up and play and have a good time with our friends and, and get out here and run around and, you know, uh, do all of that. Or do we want to get out here and compete? So the girls looked me in the eye and they said, we want to compete. And, you know, for that last quarter, you know, last couple of minutes in a quarter, I saw my team that I was used to seeing the team that was just gritty and got after it, diving on the floor, hustling, you know what I'm saying? And this is a game where we got beat, you know what I'm saying? The team has scored 20-plus 20, 20 points, I think, before we even scored our first point. So it was just a tough showing. And it wasn't that the team was that much better, but we were just off that day. It was just one of those days, and we all have them. We all have them in sports. We all have them in business, right? Well, the next morning, uh, that game was on Sunday. I woke up with my team heavy on my heart. And, you know, these are 10, 10, 11 year old girls. So they may completely forgot about the game. Right. Uh, but I woke up thinking about the game, went to bed thinking about the game, woke up thinking about the game. And, you know, I had to ask myself, I was like, you know, did they understand what I meant by do you just want to play or do you want to compete? You know, and it got me thinking, I like, you know, if I was talking to a group of adults, would they have understood that? And what I was exp uh, trying to share with the girls in that statement, in, in that heated moment, wasn't, hey, we need to win this game. But, you know, our major competition isn't the team that we see out there. Our competition is our previous self, right? What was frustrating wasn't that we were losing to this team because they were very well coached, very well disciplined. It wasn't that we were just losing to the team and the score said 20 to zero. What was frustrating for me as a coach is that I saw my team out there and it wasn't the team that I saw the day before, the week before. It's almost like we went back, right? So that's where the frustration was because I know, hey, I know how we hustle. I know how we fight. I know how we play. And we just weren't doing that, you know? Um, so. I shared, you know, uh, as I got to thinking about it, I said, I probably need to explain to them a little bit better what I mean by compete. The competition isn't the people on the court. The competition is, are you going to play a little bit better today than you did the day before or the week before? So something I shared with the girls at the very beginning of the season was, hey, let's focus on getting at least 1% better every day and these are the things you need to do to get one percent better so that's where the frustration was it's like my team wasn't getting one percent better you know saying they got like ten percent you know what I'm saying worse so that was the frustration i had as a coach so you know i sent the team a video to tell them like hey you know coach still love you i'm not disappointed in the score i'm not disappointed in the loss i'm disappointed you know seeing that we didn't play as hard as we normally play Right. So I thought about that and I said, you know, these are major business lessons in this. Right. So just a hard pause. The first business lesson as entrepreneurs is so easy for us to see what the other business is doing. Oh, these people are on social media and they're making, you know, six figures a day. You know, they're making seven figures a year. And then we kind of look at what we're doing and we're like, man, 
we're we're looking up at the scoreboard like man they're making seven figures a month and you know i'm making you know five figures or four figures a month right man i suck no you have you're not competing with them you're competing with yourself like you're competing with hey did i go and make four figures this month and then did i get to you know mid four figures that i go to five that's the competition that's where you need to focus on competing is are you getting better personally because in team sports the team gets better as each person on the team gets a little bit better right so that's the, one of the first business lessons was like hey don't compete with these people that you see on social media because most of them ain't telling you the full story anyway right the business is doing seven figures but they owe taxes and they're almost broke and they're like you know 30 60 days from having to close the door so don't compete with that because you don't know the whole story but don't get frustrated when you see other 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 people's scores focus on your scores right so that's the first business lesson the other lesson that we had in here was you know um after the loss, the losses this weekend, I believe, and anybody who knows me know that I believe that everything rises and falls with leadership. Now, that's not my slogan. That's from John Maxwell um, uh, from his book, you know, 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. But I believe that. I believe that wholeheartedly that everything rises and falls with leadership. So if we have a losing streak, which we're on right now. I reflect on myself and say, OK, Perry, you're the leader. What is it that you need to be doing? Because I shared with the girls, hey, it wasn't y'all got your butt kicks. We got our butt kicked, coaches included, right? So I'm thinking like, okay, as a leader, what can I do? So the first thing as a leader, I reached out to another coach who's having a pretty good season and said, hey, man, I need some help, right? You know what I'm saying? What are you doing? You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I, I sat and watched your girls play, and I, I love what you guys are doing, and we just had that candid conversation. And immediately into the conversation, it was like, you know, a lightning bolt, you know, what I'm saying struck me in the head, ton of bricks. And, it, and, it, and it's like, man, I got away from what I actually preach and coach is always focusing on the fundamentals. So here's the deal, y'all went, uh, you know, kind of with the craziness of the season. I was teaching uh, when I got back to being able to coach after, you know, breaking my leg and things of that nature. I was teaching basketball principles. Right. So I was teaching, hey, after you pass, cut. After you set a screen, roll. After when you catch the ball, triple threat, right? And you know, I got back and we're driving into these principles and you're seeing the girls, you know, kind of understanding the principles, right? But as I was talking to the other coach, what he shared was, you know, at this young of an age, you can't just teach the principles. You want to teach the principles, but you also have to give them a system because they're not at the point now where they can make those decisions you know, those split decisions of, oh, OK, let me do this now or this happened. Let me do this now. You actually have to put them in a position to win and make the game easier for them. And I'm like, oh, my God, how did I forget that? Right. Because that's what I preach from a financial standpoint when working with, you know, my clients as their CFO is this is the system. And it got me laughing and thinking, because as we're putting in you know the financial systems for clients, it amazes me how they completely skip the basics. And immediately go to want to talk about the advanced stuff. They want to talk about financial planning and investing and whatnot. And it's like, well, hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The system requires you to do this first. Just transfer this money first. Just make this money movement on the 10th and 25th. And you'd be surprised how many people just completely disregard that and want to go to the advanced stuff. So it hit me like a ton of bricks as soon as we had it. It's like, man, it's the system. So it got me thinking like, hey, from a business standpoint, you know, you want to teach the fundamentals.
But what are truly the fundamentals? It's the IQ, right? Are we improving the team's IQ, their basketball IQ? Do they know what a good shot is? Do they know where they're supposed to be on the floor? Do they know what, you know, needs to happen after a shot? Is they like, are they understanding the fundamentals? That's called IQ. It's the same way in business. Do you have good financial IQ? We call that financial intelligence. One of the reasons your business may be struggling is because you have not developed the fundamentals. You do not have the financial IQ to scale a business. And that's no no, uh, no knock on you as an entrepreneur. I mean, we know 80% of businesses are failing. So it's probably 80% of businesses plus need help in that financial IQ or financial intelligence space. So that's the first thing I thought about is like, hey, if I set my girls, my team in a room individually and said, hey, show me what a good shot looks like. Can they do that? Hey, show me the spacing on the floor where every girl is supposed to be. Can they do that? Hey, tell me what happens if like, can they articulate that? If they can't articulate it, again, going back to our thought of the day, if a 10 year old doesn't understand it, then you need to go back and make sure you can explain it so that the 10 year old can explain it back to you, right? Then the principle, so the stuff that I've been teaching, which is, hey, when you when you do this, do this. When you do this, do that. Right. But we got to have those. We got to have those uh, uh, fundamentals. Then that IQ has to be in place. So you got your IQ, which uh, and for business is financial intelligence. And then you have certain business principles. Right. Business principles that you have to adhere to. So maybe that's supply and demand or, you know, a return on uh, ROI, return on investing, you know, things of that nature. Right. But you got to have a system. So. You have to improve the IQ. You have to have some principles that you follow. Like, hey, these are the principles. A principle in business may be, hey, don't spend more than what you have. How many people ain't following that? I mean, this is a simple principle, but 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 how many people are not following that? You know, because how many businesses or how many people are following bankruptcy because they're not following this one simple principle. So the principle enough is not going to put you in a position to win. But if you're following that principle within a system. That says, hey, this is how you don't overspend. Put this money here, put this money here. And now you only have, you know, maybe this pocket of money available. So you can't overspend. Right. So you got to have a system. And that's when everything clicked for me. It's like, man, we haven't really taught the babies a system. We taught the team, the girls principles, but we haven't given them a system to be able to use those principles in the system and see that. Right. And then the other piece is, you know, evaluation. You know, we can't always look at, you know, as a basketball team, the scoreboard and be like, hey, let's evaluate how we did. Did we win or lose? Right. Because, again, that's like looking at other teams or other businesses and be like, well, we made a hundred thousand this year. But man, Perry's uh, you know, business made a million. Man, we, we're not doing good. He's doing a million. We're doing a hundred thousand. No, 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 no. We have to be, be able to evaluate what we did good. So, like, how many turnovers did we have? Right? How many rebounds did the other team have? Like, being able to evaluate those things so that we can go back and make those adjustments. Right? So, uh, the lessons from 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 the girls' basketball. One, I still believe everything rises and falls with leadership. So, I. I take any loss we have to heart, right? My wife knows this. Um, I may not show it to the team as much, but I come home and she knows I'm up at night and I'm tossing and turning, thinking about basketball because, you know, my goal is to help these girls understand the game, 
have the same love for the game that I had, right? But also to put them in a position to use the game to build, you know what I'm saying, outside of the game. So like, I believe sports are just a great, great playground for life lessons, right? So again, these are the lessons uh, that I took away, and I want to. I'm, I'm, we're going to close this up and make sure that you guys hear this, right? Uh, first, competition. Your competition is you. It's not the other team. Your competition is you. Yeah, you may be playing against the other team, but what you're doing is trying to take. You know, what I'm saying improve your best against their best, and you know, and and be able to push because you know you can't test how good you're getting until you you know up against something, right? But who you're truly competing against is yourself, right? In business and in sports. Uh, second thing is IQ. If you don't have financial intelligence in your business, that's the first place you need to start. It's not marketing. It's not strategy. If you don't understand the basic fundamentals of running business, if you don't understand profit and loss, if you don't understand how to pay yourself, you know, if you don't understand, you know, what's a good, you know, investment versus a bad investment or, hey, if you don't understand, like you have to understand the fundamentals of business before you start running. So that's your IQ, your business IQ. So you need to make sure you, and you can get that via books. You can get that via coaching, you know, however you want to go and get that whole piece, right? principles so there are some certain principles that you have to adhere to right but you can't just run your business off of those principles because again we know the principle of of not going in debt don't spend more than what you have well if we all know that principle but if we all followed it none of us would be in debt businesses wouldn't be going bankrupt right so again it's a principle but that principle is only going to work within the system and you have to have a system you know, people hear me quote this all the time that a system allows ordinary people to achieve extraordinary results. So what is your system? What is put in place to stop you from if we use the same uh, analogy of, of overspending? What's in place to put you in there? Right. Because now and I think about the system with the girls basketball is what system do I need to put in place for them not to take bad shots? What system do I need to put in place to allow them to rebound? What system do I need to put in place to allow them to make the right pass? Right. That's on me as a coach or me as a CFO. But my clients is what system do I put in place to help this client or help this this player not make these bad decisions and put them in a position to win and then also to evaluate you know saying are you evaluating the right numbers are we looking at the right numbers and evaluating those numbers at the end of the day so i had to share this with you all uh one uh because you know first of all i'm a former athlete absolutely love basketball and love coaching and love you know teaching these life lessons through basketball but as you're coaching you know, you also have to get coached as well. And that's why I reached out to another coach who I saw was like, man, you guys are doing well. What are you doing? Right. Because as a leader, that's my job is if I'm going to lead, I have to be able to lead from a position. I, I have to be a good follower in order to be a good leader. Let that drop because somebody didn't hear that. You have to be a good follower. You have to know how to follow first before you can lead. Right. So 
you know, uh, what, what we're banking on is the conversation I had with the other coach is now going to translate over to what I give our girls and, and they continue to grow. And now we're able to see that growth as we kind of come to the end of our season. Right. Uh, so that's what we have, y'all. I hope that was valuable. You know, share this if it was share this to your, you know, share this to your athletic team, share it to your business, you know, relationships or, you know, your clients or whatnot. And if you're in a position of leadership, understand that. I believe you got to first focus on IQ, the fundamentals, right? Principles, you need those, but you got to have a system, you know what I'm saying, in order for this thing to work because we all are children who just grew up. And the same way you have to give these kids guidelines when you're raising them and coaching them and whatnot, and within that system, you need to do the same thing with yourselves because ultimately we're just 10-year-olds, 10-year-olds who just grew up and added some more years to, you know, to the age, if you will. And then evaluation. What are you actually evaluating? So that's it, y'all. Uh, Perry Jeffries here. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Entrepreneur CFO Show. If you haven't done so yet, make sure you visit our website, perryjeffries.com forward slash free resources. So you can go get plugged into our Entrepreneur Ecosystem Facebook community, you know, get access uh, uh, to our YouTube videos, a ton of value on there for you guys at no cost to you. Uh, we do have a monthly uh, Profit First Masterclass. If you're an entrepreneur and you're looking for a system to put in place for your finances and, you know, and continue to share this episode, you know, with other entrepreneurs and, and other coaches out there so we can continue to grow and build uh, as an ecosystem, as a community. All right. Perry Jeffries here, y'all. Peace.